Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Pipeline. My name is today's show music that was a lot of change was going on in this country basically around the world but it seems that the technology the music really we're going to talk about how the technology started and um you know from the engineering from the devices used the uh, musicians and just singing the creativity of that so we're gonna get into all that we're get into a big slate of college basketball and a few other things so enjoy the music leave your funk and we'll come back and do a show thank you Ladies and gentlemen, live your funk. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Now, the reason why you're probably saying, self, why is this guy back on the on uh, doing another podcast? Okay. I'm going to tell you what happened. I did a podcast from 11 to 11.45. And then there was a problem here, ladies and gentlemen. What happened was that I disconnected my cable to my microphone because it got entangled. So... I connected back in, but I thought everything was good. I'm talking, doing the podcast and everything. Then I recorded, listened to the recording. There's absolutely no air. You don't hear anything from me. I apologize for being a fool for doing that. That was my fault. So I'm back again. We're going to try and dummy it down a little bit, the uh, podcast. I apologize for that. I just want everyone to enjoy themselves. First and foremost, I want to thank Dependable God for coming on. Thank you very much. I appreciate you for coming on. I really do. I really appreciate everyone out there that's listening to me. I don't have a funky setup. It's just a basic laptop computer with my MV7 microphone and external monitor. That's it. I don't have all this grand, grand stuff. I'm simple as can be. But... um. But that's just what I wanted to say. And also, we have a big, like I said, we have a big slate of college basketball on today. And right now, let me go through some scores real, real quick, ladies and gentlemen. Real, real quick. Real, real, real quick. Right now, we got, ladies and gentlemen, I'm like I'm on ESPN, but I'm not. Let's see. What do we got going on now? Uh, I thought there was some scores on. I know Syracuse was playing Notre Dame. Last I checked, it was 51-31. 
uh, in that score. And I don't know why they're not, it's not acting right here. But um, that's the last score I got from that game. Uh, why did not give me the scores here? That's uh, weird. Okay. And I, I'll check my phone. How's that? That's even better. Let's see. Let's see what we got here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and how's everyone doing today? Like I said, I apologize that some smart guy did something stupid. And uh, he did that. And thank you, Move Along, for coming on. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate everyone. Really, I really do. Okay. Whoops, sorry about that. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> thank you, Move Along. I apologize, but I don't know what that was. Anyway, let's get into the show. But, uh, Um, move along. Would you like to say something before we get started? Okay, that's cool. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming on. I really do appreciate it. Um, today is a very special day in my family. Today is my older sister Diane's birthday. Uh, she is the oldest out of all of us eight siblings. Um, my oldest brother passed away years ago, but she's the oldest out of all of us. I want to wish her a happy birthday. And tell her, I love you very much, Diane. I'll call you later on. But um, thank you, thank you. Very, I mean, happy birthday. I love you, sis. I'll call you later on. Okay, so what we're going to do today. So today's show, we're going to talk about the evolution of music masterpieces, how the, they were recorded. And... Okay, just bear with me here. Okay, so so today, um, the music today has really grounded from, I think, back from the 60s. And you have to realize that the tech, things were changing in the 60s till now, and a lot of things happened in the 60s, ladies and gentlemen, with civil rights, we had wars going on and all kinds of deprivation was going on. And I just felt that that was a good point because a lot of music, music took off like crazy in the 60s. Okay, so let's get rolling right here. So basically, music in the 60s was recorded on analog tape machines, okay? Um, so basically, they could do multi-tracking. Um, you're allowed to put, let's say, record... Uh, Drums, okay, boom. I got some uh, the guitars over here, okay. I got a bass over here. Then I got some some horn section back there. So you're doing multi-tracking like that, and you had effects and all that funky stuff that was going on. So back in the '60s, you had the really crazy, you know, Cream. What was it? Um, the Who was out with all that crazy stuff they were doing. Uh, who else? Um, the Doors. They were doing stuff like that. Black Sabbath was coming around. They were doing a lot of that multi-tracking and crazy reverb and uh, sequences and all that stuff back in the day. And before I go any further, ladies and gentlemen, I want to explain to you real quick um, how music was, uh, not so much how it was recorded, but the young people nowadays are just coming around learning 
about um, vinyl. And people don't know how vinyl was produced. And I just had all the information. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen. This has not been a good day for me today. I'm losing my mind here. And let me just see something real quick. And so basically what, um, so vinyl, ladies and gentlemen, um, it would take, like, say, for instance, like, I'm going to use an analogy like this. So a person would have a, say, for instance, okay, I want to make, so I have a master. I want, I want this master to be on 10 laptop computers. So what you're going to do is that you're going to take that master, right? plug it into your dark horse terminal. And then you got these other clients, the hard drives, okay? You want that, that you want them um that match to be copied on all of those hard drives, right? So basically, that's how that's how music vinyl was done. So it would take that master, right? And and the music will go through the needle. And it will create grooves. And music was just plat- just put right on there, ladies and gentlemen, because that's how vinyl was started, ladies and gentlemen, just like that, okay? So it would read each track. So if you ever get a vinyl record, that's how it is. They're all on different tracks. Same thing with music, same thing. It's all on different tracks. So it's the same thing, ladies and gentlemen. Then you have an engineer mix it all together. So... So basically, we'll start from the beginning. So analog tape machines, this is what they had back in the 60s, okay? Um, they either quarter inch, half inch wide, and had audio signals recorded on it, okay? Um, they had multi-tracks uh, from two to four, and then eight tracks. Remember the old eight tracks, ladies, some of you out there? I'm aging. <laughs> you jam into the song, all of a sudden, <laughs> and go on to the next track, okay? Same scenario, okay? And and the engineers were able to layer the instruments and the vocal parts. So that's that was cool. So this is stuff that was going on in the 60s, coming on to the 70s, and this is how it was. Overdubbing, multi-tracking. Um, usually the musicians would uh, record the individual parts separately. So you might rec- have a song, you're just going to record all the guitar parts, bam. All the bass parts, bam, in that room. Then you have the vocals, bam, over here, all right? That's called overdubbing, okay? Allowed for greater precision and control over the final sound, okay? Um, like I was saying, each instrument, will, uh, you know, it could record its own track, enable adjustments and edits during the mixing stage. So that was something that was really, really, you know, moving along because they really didn't have that in the 50s 60s is when everything started coming around all right cool 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 so um we talked about multi-tracking um all that good stuff we got that out the way and then in this part here people use the studio as an instrument okay um it really is you think about it Sounds good. Sounds good. Move along. Thank you. That's somebody else listening. <laughs> oh, before I go any further, ladies and gentlemen, 
Um, I will be in Manhattan on, it's like, I'm just going to come home, to coming home. I will be at the Can Jam Global um, Convention at the Marriott Marquis in Manhattan. If you don't know what the Cam Jam is, it is a group of uh, vendors and people who are have who are selling not so much selling but advertising new headphones and new digital audio equipment. I will be there. I'll try to get there last year. I will be there at the Can Jam. If anybody wants to come do an interview with me, come along. I'll be there. But I'll be at the Marriott Marquis in Manhattan on March 9th. So the Can Jam Global. Check it out. The website, camjamglobal.com at the Marriott Marquis. I will be there. I hope to, if you're there in Manhattan, I would love for you to come say hello, maybe take a picture with me and do an interview. That'd be great. So just I'm just putting that out there. I would love to meet some of my people that uh, listen to me on, the, on my podcast. Appreciate it. Okay? Thank you. Okay, so getting back to the studio's instrument, um, I've only been to one recording studio, this makeshift one. But um, so, like they're saying, studio has an instrument. Okay, so you got musicians, producers that can manipulate and record tracks using various effects, such as reverb, echo, and tape manipulation. This is what they do. This is why they get paid the big bucks. Okay, so it comes out with with some funky sounds, some textures. Um, unbelievable. This is the stuff that was going on in the 60s, ladies and gentlemen, and it's going on today. This is going on from the 60s to today. But we're going to get to the part about today, all right? Um, also, we're going to do this real quick. Overall, multi-track recording was a it definitely revolutionized how music was done back in the 60s to today, all right? It expanded the creativities of, let's say, your engineers or the performers themselves and the background musicians, the backup musicians. They even had a part in all this. Unbelievable. So we're going to talk about some of the genres that were significant back in the 60s to now. Um, rock and roll, multi-track in all time. Okay, um, you gave like your artists like uh, Pete uh, Pete Townsend, Eric Clapton. It gave them free reign to do all those long guitar solos and stuff like that. Um, a lot of complex layering and stuff like that. They were notorious. Jimi Hendrix. He was another one. Um, he created some of that static on there. It's unbelievable. God rest his soul. And. This is stuff that's done in the 60s, ladies and gentlemen. Jimi Hendrix, he did it at Woodstock. He showed you America. He showed the world what he could do with a guitar. Okay? Um, Psychedelic rock, and I'm not familiar with this. That would be Kajigogo or groups like that. Um, they used a lot of different stuff, reverb, a lot of reverb they did. A lot of tricky stuff, mind, you know, bending the sound a little bit. It's not my cup of tea. And um, ah, let's move on. <laughs> Pop music, notorious for this, even today. Uh, Katy Perry, uh, Justin Bieber, all of them used the same thing. The Osmonds did it. Uh, some of the Jackson Five, the Franco family. Uh, who else was out there? Um, who else? Anybody went solo back in the 70s and 80s? All that poppy stuff. 
This was it. Uh, Taylor Dane, no. Uh, Debbie Gibson, all the same thing. They all followed the same thing. So for pop music, um, they had production process control. The pop artists, um, you know, the you know the little lyrics, meet me here, meet me there, that type of thing. You know what I mean? And that's pop music. So they had the catchy riffs and little guitar things and 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 the corny little um uh lyrics. And that's how they get kids to come along and jump on that bandwagon. Okay, multi-track was using that also. Now R&B. Okay, so um, R&B music is sometimes gets a little tricky because you're going from let's say, all right, I'm in a G, I'm in a, uh, a scale, man, we we'll drop down G, or we're gonna play. This eighth note totally different than a sixteenth note. Okay, so you got complicity in there. Um, like some of the horns, a lot of horn sections, brass construction, earth, wind, and fire, uh, Rolls Royce. I could go on on forever, and you can hear the horns because the horns bring out that that music. Okay, I mean, so you're talking Isaac Hayes. I'm gonna play his music later on. Isaac Hayes, when he did Shaft, what do you hear? Da, 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 da. Okay, we'll play it real quick. Um, Isaac Hayes, when he uh, does his music, he he did a lot of his stuff. And we're going to talk about some of the studios. And we're, we're going to mention his studio. Stax was one, one of the famous ones. So let me play this real quick. As you can hear, hit the cymbals. It's a guitar. What's going to come in? Okay. Okay, it's gonna come. All right. Love to get to hear the guitar in the back. Hear that track? Do you hear that track, ladies and gentlemen? Here we go. Trombones. Here we go. Oh, excuse me. The flutes. The trombone's gonna come in. You know that sound, ladies and gentlemen. This is how R&B sounded. This is the beginning of the '70s. But groups in the '70s, back in the day, horn section, they're gonna come in. You hear that? All right. And then we're going to go. Here we go. One, two, three, four. One, two, three. You hear that flute? Ladies and gentlemen. And Isaac Hayes did such a good job in recording this music. Unbelievable. Even though this came out in the 70s, uh, I think around 71, 72, uh, Richard Roundtree, God rest your soul. Sweet Angel Bear, how you doing? How you doing, sweet Angel Bear? How you doing? Okay, we're talking about music from back in the day. This is Shaft, uh, theme to Shaft. Hear it? Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, you hear that? Isaac Hayes. This is like, this is what they're saying here. How music was an R&B a little bit more complex than some of the other genres, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so I just give you a little 
little snippet of what that was, okay? Um, also, yeah, so that was a simple. If you listen to some of the, not even so much the R&B, but if you go from the 60s to now, the music had totally changed, especially the technology. We'll get into that real quick. Okay, so some of the best albums ever recorded, ladies and gentlemen, um, from the 60s. Sgt. Pepper's Only Hearts Club Band, 1967. You cannot tell me that's one of the greatest albums ever produced. Mr. George Martin with Paul McCartney, John Lennon, George Harrison, Ringo Starr. That, and Billy Preston was playing piano for the Beatles. He played and Get Back, he played. A, but this is what I'm saying. When they played at um, Abbey Road, this is how they did it. But they didn't have all the technology that we have ladies, uh, like we do nowadays, ladies and gentlemen. Fantastic album done at Abbey Road. From what I understand, Abbey Road Recording Studios in London is now is open for tours. If I ever go to UK, that's the first place I'm going. All right. The next album we'll talk about that really, really uh, used the technology at the time, and it's still being played today. God rest his soul, the queen, Mr. Rita Franklin. Um, her album was I Never Loved a Man the Way I Love You. That came out in 1967. Now, the album, Aretha Franklin is playing piano and singing. Her tonality and the pitch in her voice was superb in this album. Respect, Chain of Fools, um, Ain't No Way is just by far one of the most beautiful company songs in the world. And you had the horns, you had the vocals and the soulful sound, ladies and gentlemen. Aretha Franklin, that album was done in Memphis, Tennessee, if I'm correct. Uh, Mr. Jerry Wexler was her, um, was her boss at that time. Um, he loved her music, loved her. Um, so today, ladies and gentlemen, so now everything's like kind of mushed down in music. It's dummy down a lot. Uh, the technology has increased. Um, the the amount of time being at studios. So, from what I understand, like I heard that Michael McDonald um, has a studio at his home. A lot of these um, big time uh, musicians, there were groups. Some have their own studios at home. They can record tracks at home. They guitar tracks at home. Bring it into the studio, and get it mixed down with the other stuff, and they're done. Okay, um, so today the process of making and recording uh, is separated into tracking, mixing, and mastering. Okay, multi-track recording makes it possible to capture signals from several microphones or from different takes to tape, disc, or mass storage. So now we're going to the hard drive. Okay, um, like you're saying, most music today is captured on a hard drive. Um, which is a digital audio workstation. That's they didn't have that back then. You had to look around these big quarter-inch, half-inch tapes to play your music, to get it recorded, get it dummy down. You know, you say, and you got to get it. It's, it was so heavy. Those tapes, will understand, to lug around and and do things like that. So, um, unbelievable, ladies and gentlemen, how music has totally changed in the last 54 years, okay? And is it going to get better? Um, I hope so, ladies and gentlemen. I want to see more of an emphasis of people playing more instruments than relying on software. 
because there's a lot of people are using a lot of software. I use Audacity to do my uh, editing. Um, I, and I also have a, a copy of Personas that I use. And um, I also use that too. But music today is, I just want people to know that I love all genres of music. But I'm a former saxophone player and I play all genres, but I'm more into the jazz. I love jazz because I think you have to have some kind of skill in order to play jazz. Okay. Jazz is not something, okay. I, it, jazz is not something you just say, okay, boom. No, it doesn't work that way. We all, music play, is played in scales. Okay. Improvisation, you got to play within that medium. Say, for instance, you, you got a song that you're playing. Make sure you're staying, you're going to play in that that realm of that song. So you're playing the A flat or you're playing the East, the song is played in G or the song is playing a C. You want to make sure you don't play something that's G, you're getting everybody off track and it don't sound good at all. So it's real important that you, uh, that, um, that you follow that. But I love jazz. I'm a big jazz fanatic and I'm going to tell you about jazz, how it's recorded, um, today like i said a lot of improvisation in jazz but you got to stay within that in that realm and in that in that key that you're playing in like the other musicians are um it's just a fantastic genre that i enjoy listening to it's not all that boom 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 that type of thing um i just love it because it makes me feel good and the music is very skilled you have to be very skilled to play jazz Okay, you just can't say, okay, I can play jazz. No, it's called repetition. Not so much repetition. You got to learn what's three, four time, what's four, four time. Okay, how do I play that A? How do I play that G? Okay, how do I play coda? How to repeat a measure? Okay, um, you know, I got to play the eighth note here, but no, I'm going to play that half note here. You really have to know your music um, to feel good in that genre. Like I was saying earlier, also like I was saying earlier, here's the, the exact um, information on vinyl. Okay, a master copy is made by a stylus, cutting grooves into a round disc. Like I was saying earlier, that disc is then used to produce the master copy. Said that, which has ridges instead of grooves essentially a negative of the record. The master is pressed into uh, softened vinyl, forming a vinyl record. As some of us know, I was old heads. Really, I'm I'm listening to some of the young kids out here today. Um, they do listen to music on vinyl. I still have a uh, a 45 my mother gave when we cleaned my mother's house out before she passed. And it was the James Brown and the Flamethrowers, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. 1968. I still have it. All right. I try to play. It's a little scratchy, but something that's almost over 50-something years old. Almost 50 years old. Over 50 years old, you can't go wrong. 68. Yeah, it's 50. It's 50. Yeah, 56 years. Yeah, it's old. <laughs> I have that. This, uh, the... Uh, 45 in vinyl and I'm going to keep it. Okay. 
Before we go, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to talk about some of the very famous uh, recording studios in the world today. Um, I know you've heard of them. You have a place called Abbey Road in London. We talked about it earlier. There was the Beatles. Um, other people that performed there, Ed Sheeran, Lady Gaga, Radiohead. Pink Floyd recorded The Dark Side of the Moon in 1973 there. So you know what? Let's give them a round of applause. The next studio we're going to talk about is Sun Studios in Memphis, Tennessee. This is by far one of the oldest recording studios. Um, replaced for rock and roll, Jerry Lee Lewis, Elvis Presley, Johnny Cash, B.B. Uh, King also recorded it. And it's also a tourist spot, too. So Sun Studios in Memphis, Tennessee. Also from out of Memphis, Tennessee, Stacked Records, Isaac Hayes, Sam and Dave, all recorded at uh, Stacks Records in Memphis, Tennessee. So you know what? Let's give the people of Memphis, Tennessee a round of applause for having two of the most famous recording studios in the world. And the list continues. <laughs> the next uh, recording studio, um, this one's in Sunset Hollywood. Um, they did the soundtrack to Mary Poppins in there. Um, Van Halen's record there, Led Zeppelin, The Rolling Stones, uh, The Black Keys, Jason Mraz, you name it. They have some of the best technology for recording music. That's Sunset Studio. Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest studio that didn't have all the ball, um, bells and whistles, Hitchfield, USA, home of Motown, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, you know the song Barry. This is in Barry Gordy's house. If you ever look at the video, um, uh, history of the Funk Brothers, they were the backup band for My Girl. Okay, ain't too proud to beg. Um, songs by the Dinah Ross and the Supremes. You guys see it inside that building. You go in there, it's like a bottom of the basement, but they all some of the greatest songs were recorded in there. Marvin Gaye, you name it. Ladies and gentlemen, Hitchfield, USA, Detroit, Michigan. Motown. Okay. Um, we'll do two more. Russell Shoals in Alabama. The Rolling Stones did an album here. Um, Cher did an album here. We had a recorded album in there. Dwayne Allman and Bob Dylan all recorded albums in there. And finally, the last studio, uh, last uh, famous recording studio that I'm going to bring up. This one's Electric Lady. This one was discovered, I mean, founded by Jimi Hendrix. And, it, and he died like almost a year later. Um, it's still open. Uh, it's on West 8th Street in Manhattan in the, uh, Greenwich Village. Um, you've had Led Zeppelin record there, Weezer, Billy Idol, and Patti Smith uh, recorded there. It's still in business, ladies and gentlemen, after all these years. Um, goes to show you that it, good things continue. Hold on, I got one more studio I want to tell you about real quick. Uh, real quick, ladies and gentlemen, bear with me, bear with me here. I appreciate everybody that's on Move Along, Sweet Angel Bear 37, thank you. Um, Dependable God, I appreciate you. I really do. I mean, I just want to say thank you. 
Thank you so much. Appreciate it. I appreciate the love. That means a lot. It means it means a lot to me that you're listening, and I appreciate. It. I really do. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I will be in Manhattan um, March 9th at the Can Jam Global uh, Convention. Um, they're going to show all the latest new uh, cans or headphones, wireless headphones, wide ones, digital um, uh, audio interfaces, all that stuff. So that's going to be in, at the Marriott Marquis on uh, March 9th. I will be there. Uh, if you want to come by, say hello to me. Um, I'll be there. Um, we'll take a picture with me. Uh, we could talk, have go out for a drink or something. Be great to see some of you guys. If you want to come visit, uh, say hello to me. Um, if you can't, I understand, but I am going to do a podcast. I'm going to do some interviews with some of the, um, uh, some of the business reps from those companies. I'm, I'm waiting for the okay from the, uh, event people. I'm just waiting to get okay. If I can. Uh, I do have lavalier microphones, and I will be broadcasting. I can't do it live, but I will have a recording. I'm going to come on the next day, and we're going to have so many representatives. I'm going to interview. I'm going to put that on the podcast. So, okay, the last studio, one of the famous studios in the world, Metropolis Studio uh, in London. This is where Queen made a lot of albums at. Um, it's still one of the premier places to do recording so all right ladies and gentlemen on that note we're going to end the show for today i just want to say thank you thank you very much i I messed up on my other podcast couldn't hear anything but i just want to say thank you thank you thank you everybody i just want to say i appreciate you listening to me because somebody jacked up and i'm going to cheer for you thank you Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. I really do appreciate it. Um, thank you all. And I'm going to end the show today with some music from the 60s. If I could get it, bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get that for you. Bear with me here. We're going to get that for you. I, I, like I said, I hope everybody enjoys the rest of the day. A change is going to come by Sam Cook, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all. I love you all. Hope to he- you'll hear me next week. Or, I, or ho- hopefully maybe we'll come meet each other at the Can Jam in Manhattan on March 9th. Thank you again. God bless and be well. Take care, everybody.
Oh, 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 change gonna come. 